What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Ticket Weeknights. Okay, here's the deal with Nicole. Live from Cobble Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. She's just going to tell it like it is. Nicole is, uh, she's very wise. Sometimes you're not going to like it. Here is your host, Nicole Griffin. Welcome into Ticket Weeknights. I'm Nicole Griffith alongside my pal Kelsey Casper and Nick Sainert. Nice Schnerty? Nick Schnert. <laughs> he was so impressed that I was saying his name right. I was. Because, you know, we work in the news. We do butcher some names, but I can... Oh, yes. Some names I can say, and then he was telling me all the nicknames he gets from people, and Schnert yeah. is one. Schnert. How do you pronounce your last name? Sainert. Sainert. Yep. Nice and, and simple. Schnert. Yep. Somehow, some PA uh-huh. announcer, while well, I was in high school, said Schnert. <laughs> and so. it's stuck. Do yeah. you get people mixing up your last name? No, I just get people spelling it wrong. Mm. I'm a Kelsey IE, not a Kelsey EY. Mm. Uh, never have had a keychain not... or a oh. magnet spelled correctly. <laughs> and then uh, Casper with a K. So it's Kelsey IE, Casper with a K. Not like the ghost. Correct. Not like the ghost. Ninety percent of people line. I meet will mention Casper the ghost. Sorry. <laughs> like, well, this is our first time meeting, so today. Correct. There you go. <laughs> You guys are weird. <laughs> so they know each other for like two seconds, one time at Channel 8. So In the Seacrest press box. Correct. Ryan Seacrest, right? Sure. No. Anyway. I wish it was named the Ryan Yes. Seacrest. Okay, thank you. So I, wasn't, I didn't know what you were looking for out of that. Sorry. Clearly. Um, so good show so far. We had uh, Jeremiah Searles on in the first hour and then Kelsey Casper bringing her over into the second hour. And then we're going to have Sue Ziegler. I heard, I love her, but Sue Ziegler. I can never say it. Like, I on butchered it every Sue single Ziegler. time I say it on television. <laughs> and I apologize. I do. I think Sue's, I think I've been saying Ziegler, but Honestly, it comes out different every time I say it because sometimes it's just I, a little bit of a tongue twister. Sometimes I start the sentence yes. and I don't know where it's going. But very cool. Awesome coach. Because she always got super nice. Coach of the year yes. at, in, um, at the Final Four. Yeah. So Also, my fun fact, I like tweeted that out and my college roommate was like, oh my gosh, my volleyball coach in high school is the other coach. So I was like, what are the odds? She's from Michigan. She's like, yeah, the other, because there was two of them. Mm-hmm. She's like, the other coach is my little sister's volleyball coach right now. I was like, what are the odds? So, And um, Kelsey is also a brunette. So um, we look even more not alike. So, <laughs> exactly. Is that a thing? It's a thing. Oh, I'm sorry. We need to get him caught up. People, um, 
Well, some people who listen to the show have yeah. now called me Kelsey, and then they like joke about it. Yeah. They're like, Haha, I'm just uh, joking. And I'm like, hmm. Funny. You don't think it's funny? Well, it's like, they, it's, it's annoying that they think they're funny. <laughs> oh. If that makes sense. People that have done that are listening and going, man, I thought I thought, yeah, was I, thought I had a good one. <laughs> I, thought I, I thought I got Nicole to laugh yeah. authentically. <laughs> yeah, every time I was like, hey, yeah. <laughs> there is a coach um, who like perpetually gets me, calls me Kelsey. And I don't have the heart to mm. say I am Nicole. Do you get called Nicole? My first at least six months, I oh, literally only got Nicole. Mm-hmm. And people would just come up to me and ask. We didn't if like I was each Nicole. other at first because you know it's like female territorial. Oh. Like, <laughs> I yeah. And I then know they're calling you by Who the same like the wrong person, and so okay. Because I came at, back. But look at us now. I, yeah. <laughs> look at us. We have our own show. Well, and I came back to the office and I was like, to Kevin, I go. He called me Kelsey again, and he goes. Ward says she gets it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, trust me, so, I get it all the time. But okay, so since you're here, I wrote down um, ten the my New Year's top ten stories that I covered this year. If Let's you would, if you would like to be a part of that, yes. Nick, you can. Um, I'll say hi. Snooze yeah. along or whatever. I would so, never. Um. So we'll go. Since it's on a laptop, it had to go 1 to 10, but I'm going to read it 10 to 1. And some of them are – some of them are tricky because it's like, wow, a national title. That should be number one. But then it's like I wasn't there for it or Mm -hmm. whatever. So, okay. So my top 10 – my New Year's top 10 stories that I covered last year by Nicole Griffith. And uh, it's like a children's book. And I won't, like, break into it, like – Super long, you know, not long-winded. Number 10, Parkview Christian. Six-man football. They host their second playoff game in program history. So cool. Six-man football. They had 16 players out on the team, the most they've ever had in the program's history. And they hosted their first playoff game. Second playoff game in program history. Mm -hmm. That's number 10. Number 9, Nebraska Volleyball honors former player Megan Miller after Northwestern game. Oh, yeah. So I, I caught up that. with Megan Miller after that. So these are all 10-11 headlines. Yeah. So if they sound kind of formal, <laughs> yeah. I just pulled the headline. That one did really well on Twitter. I remember that one. It was good. And she was so nice. Mm-hmm. And being able to talk about, like, her mom dying. Yeah. Like, that's why some of these sto- – like, some of these are news stories. But it's just, like, yes, like, athletic director stepping down is huge. But also, like, talking with Megan Miller about her mom dying. And, like, uh sports. Mm-hmm. Tears. This one is a new story, but um, eight, a Lincoln family returns from Afghanistan. So if you want to talk about a heavy story, when they were like fleeing Afghanistan, I did a story at the airport of a family returning home. That's crazy. And then you just like turn the story and go home for the day. Exactly. <laughs> like, how do, you, how do you put that away or get that out of your head? You I, it's just like ugh, crazy. And I love all the ties to Nebraska. Like, I don't know. I just don't picture that happening here. I don't know. And it's really cool that you get to. Show, show it and find it, you know. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kelsey. Yeah. Nope. Seven, Nebraska bowling, eighth title. Yes. I have in air, I have asterisks, could be higher, but we weren't there. Correct. We were not at, um, it was in Kansas City, I think, and they played Arkansas State. They did. They dropped the first set. Yes. Yep. Oh, I, I remember. <laughs> I was like really pumped for this game. <laughs> Everyone on Twitter, was, Nebraska Twitter was like watching bowling. Yeah. I wish I could go to like one of them. 
I don't know. I've never been to one. We need to follow them now. I know. This year. We need to do a story on them. We do. We need to have like a Kelsey and Nicole segment. <laughs> We're here to do a story. <laughs> Together. Um, six, Bolt and the boys. I don't know why I say Bolt and the boys now. I don't say. Bolt and the boys. Yeah, that's what I say now. Bolt and the boys cool. conference champs. Could be higher, but also I didn't attend. Yeah. So. Um, five, Nebraska football coaching staff changes. Could also probably be higher. This is just one of those like lists, you know. It's yeah. like what? How, where's it come? Four coaches gone before the season was over. When was the last time that ever happened? Yeah. Four. Athletic director changes. Moose steps down. Seemed really weird because he was quoted saying that he's ready to fill out his contract, mm-hmm. and his contract wasn't up until the next year, and his last day in office was that month, yeah. the end of that month. We interviewed him like the week before. Literally. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> You're leaving? Where yeah. Where are you going? <laughs> three. So, okay. My top year, my New Year's top ten stories. These are my top three. By Nicole Griffin. By Nicole Griffin. <laughs> Husker fans able to cheer in person at the red-white scrimmage. Cheer what? Cheer in person. Oh, at in the, person. At oh, the yeah. red-white scrimmage for volleyball. So volleyball yeah. was before the Garth concert. And that was when oh, the, people could mm-hmm. reattend yep. events. Yep. So that was awesome. That was a cool event. And there's a lot of people there. So that was great to have fans back in the stand, you know, with all the gross COVID, whatnot was going on. It was great to finally be able to have fans back in the stands because as much fun as it is to cover sporting events, it is more fun to cover breaking news, <laughs> events with fans, and events where they win. Yes. So a red-white scrimmage, you're going to get it. Everyone wins. Everyone wins and there's fans there. Number two, this is kind of a cop-out, Nebraska Volleyball National Title Run. <laughs> it has to be up there. I was just, I was a, I worked earlier in that day, so I got to watch it as a fan, and I was in a, in a bar with friends, and I was just like, like, flinching, or like, looking down, or I could, like, every, every, and it was just two of my friends, and they were like, how long is this going to go? Like, Nicole's going to stand on the table here pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, she- it was that intense. It's also... It was so hard sitting there and not like, saying anything. Like, usually, you're not allowed to cheer as media. And I really don't. That doesn't happen in football. But, oh, my gosh. I was like, <laughs> Kayla Caffey. I was like, <laughs> like, under my breath. Like, let's go. Like, it was just so yeah, hard. Yeah, how not, hard? It was, was, yes. It was so hard not to. You're it like, that's just, out. No, it's, I mean. <clears> even <throat> fans who weren't even fans of either team. Like, my, I, I think, like, my grandpa was watching or something like that. And, he, I mean, it's just so easy to love to watch mm-hmm. and like i don't know so yeah they were hyped yeah it is it's a very hype sport and my top story i covered and this is just kind of biased because it's my time it's my story but um the nebraska black friday flyover <gasps> that was probably the coolest thing i probably have ever done yeah and probably won't do it again Maybe I, w- I might. If I could redo it, I would. So I got to fly over in the black. They call it Black Hawk Friday because it's a Black Hawk. Mm-hmm. And the Army National Guard had it. And um, I didn't really, you know, you don't really get a do-over. I can't be <laughs> like, hey, I missed the shot. Let's go right we- back around. But I, I wish I would have been a little more prepared like they were so nice and i was strapped in how do you prepare for that exactly (laughs) like i i could have stood up in my seat how it was set up and like lean out the window Mm -hmm. and get a better shot but before i knew it we were halfway over the stadium yeah and i was like that's (laughs) 
awful. Yeah. And I didn't want to drop the camera. And then the, there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot. So, yeah. Those are my top 10 stories. Parkview Christian hosting a second playoff game in program history. The Huskers honoring former player Megan Miller. Lincoln family returning from Afghanistan. Nebraska Bowling's eighth title. Bolton the Boys Conference champs. Nebraska football coaching coaching staff changes. Athletic director changes. Husker fans able to return in person at the volleyball red-white scrimmage. Nebraska volleyball's national title run. And flying in the Black Friday flyover. What a year. What nice a year. Thank you. Kelsey, your All list? hard work. No. <laughs> I did not I did you. not prepare. <laughs> I did not prepare you for this, no. But Okay, let's actually do this exercise. Sorry to take your show. Yeah, go for it. Top three Husker stories this year. Storylines that happened. Mm-hmm. Here are a couple. No, no, no. Just here are a couple nominations. Scott Frost restructured contract. Husker baseball conference championship, Husker volleyball making it to the fi- to the final four when they weren't really supposed to. Husker women's basketball starting off twelve and zero. Husker football, Trev Alberts being hired. Anything else you want to say? Three biggest Husker moments of twenty twenty one. It can literally be anything. Yeah. Bowling winning a national title. Adrian leaving. Adrian yeah. leaving. Think about everything that Nebraska. Athletics has been through since last July. Because Trev Alberts took over in July. July 16th, I believe. Nick's like, I w- I've been waiting to talk about this. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Not at all, actually. It just works. Yeah. I would say, I would have to go volleyball number one. That was probably the coolest thing. And everyone was like rallied around that. Like that was just awesome. After that... Who cares? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Who cares after that? Honestly. I wish bowling was, like, bigger. Because they won a national championship. Like, they should be number one, you know? Like, that would be so cool. But. I would say that Adrian falls under Scott's coaching changes. That's another one I forgot to say. So coaching it's, changes. It's yeah. kind of like football kind of just is its own weird umbrella. But and I would those say. those all happened, like, boom, 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 mm-hmm. all much together. So, yeah. I don't know. And Scott, I. I believe that Frost was not going to get let go. Mm. I am surprised maybe that it was like that he cleaned house the way that he did. I think he had to. I was going to say, I think it was one or the other. Yeah. So. I know it's still surprising. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's where I think Trev Alberts figuring out a way to restructure his contract is bigger than people realize because it gave Scott Frost an opportunity to stay the coach in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and, and looking forward, it's going to be interesting to see what that means for next year, because next year is very important, mm-hmm. especially without a quarterback right now. So it's very important. Well, there are some quarterback moves going on right now. Uh, tell Dylan, us about it. Dylan Gabriel is going to Oklahoma, no longer UCLA. He flipped after committing to UCLA to go to Oklahoma. Caleb Williams in the portal. Yeah, wish I could flip I like that. Love Wild the portal drama. Boys. It is so much fun to follow. <laughs> well, no, what's wild about Caleb Williams, so I was actually preparing for my show tomorrow, and I'm like thinking about Caleb Williams, and it's going to be interesting, the far-fetched conversation of Nebraska maybe getting Caleb Williams, having a shot to land Caleb Williams, but then the more realistic conversation is depending where he goes, what does that mean for Nebraska's quarterback? Could he go to a place where then that quarterback enters the portal 
and that ends up being Nebraska's quarterback. Or there, there's a lot of lot of interesting situations where if Nebraska finds themselves still without a quarterback on January twentieth. <laughs> Yeah. It's going to be interesting. You can be okay getting some gray hair. <laughs> no, no, like, and I was thinking about that. I need to calm down about this whole quarterback thing because I've made it a, a big deal. Semester doesn't start till January eighteenth. I think winter conditioning starts next Monday. Whatever, we'll see what happens. I have a question here under my uh, Nebraska football questionnaire. If we were ever going to get down there, mm-hmm. um, no quarterback yet. If you're Logan Smothers, are you annoyed? From like. Not even just, like, a football standpoint. Yes. Like, yes. I would be so annoyed. <laughs> I don't know. That's just me talking. And I'd be like, okay, hello, I'm here. I'm still here. Like, <laughs> everyone's like, transfer portal, yep. transfer portal. Well, we don't have a quarterback. We don't have a quarterback. That's a good point. Logan Smothers sitting <laughs> yeah. right here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you're Logan Smothers, are you surprised that they're looking for a transfer portal quarterback? I think it's indicative upon if this was, like, a do-or-die season. Is like, it? Like, I think he thought he'd come in here and go, yeah. come after Adrian. Yeah. Well, Adrian's gone, and now, like, Logan's mother's his turn. And now they're all like, we need to find a transfer portal quarterback right now. Mm-hmm. But I think that also has to do with the portal changes and stuff like that. Like, there's the, the shiny new thing that you can go after and stuff like that. Yeah. And- I don't know. And then they commit, and then they don't commit, and what's a mitt, and who knows? Well, then they commit, and then they flip. Yep. A flip, flip it a season? Fl- a flip mitt? Yeah, a transfer portal guy just flipped. Today, just 30 minutes ago. Yeah. Yep. To Oklahoma. So now that that takes away Caleb Williams ever going back to Oklahoma. Like he said, it was open. It was a possibility. It's just wild. It's college football is a whole new game is, now. College football is wilding out here. And we are wilding <laughs> in here. So we are. Um, right. What? Kelsey, thank you. Thank you guys for having me. This has been Catching Up with Kelsey. It was nice to meet you. It's not sponsored. <laughs> we should get it sponsored. You deserve something for coming on here. We'll get you something. Um, but on the other side of this break is Sue Ziegler, the national coach of the year. She's Woo. coming on next. Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here's your host, Nicole Griffin. Welcome back into Ticket Week Nights alongside Nicole Griffith. I have Nick Sainert. And joining me is the ever wonderful Sue Ziegler. How are you, Sue? I'm great, thanks. She is the head coach of Lincoln Lutheran's volleyball team. That is the C. They were C1 champs this year, the Warriors were, but they're three-time state champs, um, two-time runner-up, and then, you know, you have a handful of awards from state track and all that. But one of your most – or maybe this isn't – I'll ask it, but – your best accomplishment, um, you are now the AVCA National Coach of the Year. Yeah, it was very exciting, um, kind of unbelievable, a little surreal when they came into the concession stand where I was working and they actually saw it out on Twitter before I had checked my emails to know that I was even selected for that and barely even knew that I was nominated for it, <laughs> let alone getting chosen. So it was fun. So how did you find out? Uh, well... I, like I said, a parent and a player came running into the concession stand and said, did you see this? And I said, see what? (laughs) And uh, so I found out uh, that evening was what December 4th, I think. And so everything happened really fast because at the time I really wasn't planning on going to the convention Mm -hmm. because it was right during our finals week. 
And I thought that'd be too tough to do. But when they contacted me, they said they really kind of needed me there. It was a big deal. So <laughs> we made the arrangements and my school was great. And they allowed me to miss the last about two and a half days of school to get out there. Do you, what do you teach? I have physical education and health classes for um, the PE is for seventh grade through 12th and then high school health. Okay. Um, so they let you go because mm-hmm. it seemed like this was a pretty important deal. But yeah. um, so some of us know what it took for you to get to Columbus, <laughs> but I want you to tell our listeners. So this is Sue Ziegler of Lincoln Lutheran um, getting from Lincoln to Columbus for the award ceremony you think that you would just fly there, right? Like you'd have you think, your, right. you'd have some plans and you'd have yeah. it set up. What what happened to your family? Well, we did have plans. Um, our daughter Kelly, who is one of my assistant coaches, and son-in-law Josh were planning on going with my husband Mike and I out there. And uh, Josh did a great job getting a lot of the arrangements and that ahead of time. He does some of that for huddle. So um, the plan was to fly out at about two fifty-five the afternoon of the fifteenth. Well, that's the day that all the tornadoes were coming through. So right away in the morning when they had all of the weather forecasts and there wasn't even school I think at LPS um, we did have you know our school it was just like what do we do you know I mean the weather is looking so bad and so uh, we got to the airport and um, we found out we were one hour delayed we thought maybe we could still make it and there was a plane sitting there and so we thought that was ours but it was actually the trip ahead of us and they deboarded the plane next to them and put them on there so it was pretty chaotic and so you didn't take a plane. No. You guys, you're a coach. You figure out what's next. You take yeah. the next plan, right? Yeah. Right. Um, you know, well, the sirens are going off and they said, go to the tornado shelter, which happened to be the stairwells of the airport. So we waited in there. And when we got out, they said it might be another hour or two. And our plane so happened not to be able to land. It was coming from somewhere around Vegas and it just couldn't get in and it had to get refueled and we waited and and then about eight o'clock everybody was leaving and going to get planes or going to hotels. They said this isn't gonna happen. And um, we couldn't find a rental car. So Josh and Kelly had driven, so we thought we might have to drive out there and drive back. I and mean, it was almost 800 miles. Wait, so your daughter had already driven, had, was already gone? Nope. She, she drove us to the airport. Okay. We, yeah. Okay. They had their car there, so we could have taken that, but that really wasn't our choice. So we went to all the rental agencies up on the upper deck, nothing available. Went down to the garage and the first place wasn't and the last place had like one car and so we took it and we got in the car at about 8 30 at night and they said we're going to get you there you know and so uh, i had a banquet at noon in columbus ohio so we drove through the night and i'll make a disclaimer there kelly and i did not drive Um, mike and josh did a great job of of doing that and mike started out and i think that the wind just blew us through Iowa. I don't even remember it. I think we were trying to go about 80 and I'm pretty sure we were going a little faster. And then we got to Illinois and uh, Indiana and kind of had that, I guess, crosswind. So it was a little bumpy ride, but uh, Kelly and I were both trying to sleep in the back and it wasn't, I mean, the easiest thing to do. Um, And then when we got there at about their time, a little after eight in the morning, um, you know, you'd think maybe I'd take a nap, but I was just too wired up <laughs> and went awesome. and got some coffee across the street and showered up and went to the banquet. And I was there on time. Wow. 
That's awesome. <laughs> coach, that's a, that's a coach move right there. Yeah. We're just, so what kind of car was it? It was a Ford Explorer. So oh, it, a, nice, had, a, de- a decent yeah, car. Yeah, it had some room, but we had packed it with luggage in the back, so you couldn't really lay down the seats. So <laughs> it was still a little uncomfortable, but it worked. Wow. That's all, all that's the coach of the year right here, <laughs> national coach of the year. So what, um, is that your best, like, what, what do you pride yourself on as you, a coach? You know, I think it's still the relationships with my assistant coaches who are wonderful and the girls, the players that I've had over the years have been fantastic and uh, getting to know their families and that, um, I heard, you know, from so many of my former players too, um, that had reached out as they heard about it and, um, it was kind of unbelievable, you know, that we knew people to get tickets that knew that we were there and, uh, go to the you know, semifinals. And especially since the Huskers were there, that just was icing on the cake because we really wanted to see them. We followed them, you know, throughout all their seasons. And, um, you know, this year was fun to see how they've improved so much. And uh, when we were at the championship game, um, you know, he's getting texts from everyone because we were pretty close to the bench and other people saw us. I'm curious over the coach, over your coaching career, how have you had to make adjustments on how you coach, your coaching style? How have you had to mm-hmm. d- adapt, not only in the middle of a season, but over the course of, of all the seasons that you've coached? Right. Well, each year it's different. Um, you know, I think back just, you know, like seven or eight years ago, and we didn't even have a re- winning record then. Because mm-hmm. um, when I first retired, I was coaching up until about 2000 and um, six. And so we had been uh, state champions and state runners up. Then I thought I was retired and yeah. I came back and it was like rebuilding. So you just work with the girls that you have and try to just make them better um, individually and as a team. So it was a lot of work. Um, but really the last five years is where uh, some of that is, has shown that the girls that have been committed to the program um, have got others on board. What's been a common theme? Now, whether it's a mantra or whether it's an attitude, what, what do you preach year in and year out? I asked what, how, if it, how has it mm-hmm. changed, but what, what's the mainstay in, in your programs? I think it's the intangibles. You really can't coach them, their communication and their attitude and their effort and that mm-hmm. stuff. But we've just had great girls that have come in and pushed themselves and others to to do that. And when you have that as your base, then you can really um, teach them anything. And, um, you know, I do give a lot of credit to my assistant coaches and especially over the last few years as I'm getting older and probably getting closer to a retirement. The second um, time. It's the second time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, um, you know, have allowed them to uh, handle some of the responsibilities because I probably wouldn't have done that, you know, my first, you know, route through because I was probably a little bit more hands-on to get everything done myself. Mm-hmm. Do you have a, a philosophy or a, like a, a thing you like to say or kind of your motto? Um, you know, each year we have a theme and this year was one team, one dream. And so we always pick a Bible verse being a Christian school. So it was Philippians 2, 2. And that really stressed how we work together and come together as a team. And um, I think that's what we build on each year is find that focus of that word. Or John Gordon always has a lot of one word themes that we'll, we'll uh, have each of the girls choose maybe a word that they you know feel describes them or that they want to work on. So we've done that in the past as well. Um, you know, but I've just always, you know, reminded the girls that, uh, and if they work hard, they can find success. And what do you, what do you do in the off season? Do you have camps and are they mm-hmm. practicing again? Um, how, how much of time off do you really even get? 
You know, we are very fortunate. Our kids at our school, um, because we're a little bit smaller school, C1, we um, really promote the kids to be multifaceted and multi-sports. And so our kids right now are focused on basketball and they're doing a great job or they're focused on getting ready for their spring seasons for whatever sport that might be. Uh, so we don't really push them in volleyball stuff right now. If they choose to be in the club, um, you know, scenario, which many of them are, and, you know, some are doing just spectacular there or doing some other kind of type of training, that's fine. We just don't do that at our school right now, but we will have open gyms in the spring throughout the summer. We have a great summer training program, and then we do have our own camp, and we do attend a number of team camps and uh, find a lot of benefit in, in doing that before the season starts. That's awesome. Yeah, I, um, <clears throat> I'm from South Dakota, and I never played volleyball, but coming and covering it here, I really wish I would have played volleyball. Yeah, well, we'll still teach you. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> I think I'd be a pretty good, uh, uh, like, libero, libero or defensive oh, yeah. specialist. Yeah, you're probably pretty quick. Yep. I am quick. There you go. That's what they told me in track. <laughs> All right. So, how okay, how was the Final Four? It was awesome. Did you go to both games? We did. We did. And it was very late. And so I felt like I hadn't even slept in my bed for like two days because we had to cancel our hotel reservation the first night because we weren't going to be there. But they let us. You were in your car? Yeah, in the car. (laughs) And so they said, you know, when you get here, they got us into the room and everything. Um, But we were at the uh, semifinals and I got over at like one in the morning. Mm -hmm. And so by the time you get there um, and do that, and after having the big banquet earlier in the day, and then the next morning I had to go in, there was a victory club celebration that if you had over so many wins and that stuff, they have like benchmarks and that. So I needed to be up and uh, half a mile away, walking away in the rain <laughs> to get to that. This is bad. How many wins do you have? Um, well, I think right now it's 487. She's a queen. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, but there are other people in this state that have just had phenomenal you know, backgrounds with it. I mean, you think of Sharon Zavala out at uh, GICC and, you mm-hmm. know, her number of wins, like over 1,100, 1,200, whatever. And that, so there's a lot of people that are, are great mentors. And uh, Renee Saunders was out there and she had won it the year before uh, what I just won. And they said that's kind of unprecedented to have a state win it two years in a row. So that just kind of shows you that Nebraska volleyball is pretty amazing and that they respect that and that they would have back-to-back coaches for that out of all your wins is there one that sticks out or is there a couple that Uh, sticks out you know I go back to the very first uh, time we made it to state 1998 Um, it took a lot but we uh, beat Syracuse to get there and that was like one of those things like we were a small school they had a big pep rally when we came back to school and they just did a lot of you know special things so that you'd really remember that but I think the one that sticks uh, sticks out a lot in my mind is our first you know state championship mm-hmm. um, Kelly daughter was a junior at the time we had like several players that went on to play D1 we just had a really uh, great um, combination of, of players and I think that really helped kind of set the tone but of course the last you know couple of championships that we've had in 19 and 21 um, you just can't be the, beat that feeling so they're all awesome um, when to get back to it in 2019 and then to you know come back um, this year because we were a little frustrated last year um, in the semifinals when we lost in that fifth set to St. Paul that I think the kids had a lot of um, initiative when we walked out onto that court mm-hmm. to make a little better impact. So when we swept GICC in the semis, that was cool. That's the hard thing with, like, I, I love playoff time, but it's 
covering it for high schoolers, it's either they are crying or they are so happy. <laughs> yeah. And there's like no in between. You know, if there's only one team that gets to go off happy and on a win. Otherwise, everybody else is pretty sad. And, and you here know, I am deflated. with my light and camera and microphone <laughs> being like, Sue, I need to talk to you. Yeah. Well, it's better after the win than it is after the loss because they've done that to me too. And I've had a lot of tears. And, yeah. you know, because I just feel bad for the, for the team, for the kids, because they've worked so hard and we know what our goals are. You know, at the end of the year, it was can still be a great season but there's nothing like that feeling of coming out on top how do you think um you guys will do next year you know we um we try to think of it as like reloading and not just rebuilding even though we had seven spectacular seniors uh this year and every one of them worked so hard and it was uh, a blast to work with them over the you know past few years but um, I think the ones, you know, that are coming back, um, some of them didn't get a lot of playing time, but um, they're waiting in the wings, you know, kind of for their turn. And I think there's a lot of potential there for us to do well again next year. Well, we'll be there. Thanks. We'll be covering it. So yeah. uh, Sue Ziegler of uh, Lincoln Lutheran, she's the national coach of the year. Who Who votes on that? Well, I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's the ABCA board. Yeah. Uh, that you get nominated and you, I guess it goes through a process of them, you know, um, checking Reading through the, the coaches, like, yeah, the bios or whatever was sent in. Um, and um, I think that with what they do is spectacular, the ABCA, because they support um, colleges, college coaches. Uh, they give out the All-American Awards. So... Um, you know, club teams, boys, volleyball, they're just really involved with all of that. And I think I was um, unaware of just how much they did till I was out at the national, um, you know, convention there. Do you have, um, it's like a plate or a plaque, right? It's, it's uh... kind of a, a glass, uh, kind of a square, probably eight by eight uh, etched frame that sits in wood. That it was it pretty sitting cool. sitting right on your kitchen table? Uh, it did for a while. Did you then move got, your daughter's yeah. face away? And... <laughs> we had to move it over a little bit when we had our whole family here for Christmas. So Why did you do there. that? <laughs> I, that should have been the centerpiece. Still front center. Throw a little bit of uh, greenery on it. Um, it's back in my office now. Um, I did take it back back into school uh, yesterday when I went in to start getting my plans ready for the second semester. Yeah. <sighs> ready or not, here it comes. Yeah. Well, thank you, Sue. Yeah, We appreciate you. you coming yeah. on with us, and um, I hope the next time you go to a Final Four, it's not as hectic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it was a lot of memories, and Kelly, you know, tried to remind me, just stay positive, Mom. It's going to be all right. We're going to get you there, and, uh, you know, we'll talk about this for a long time, which I guess if we would have been on the flight there it wouldn't have been such a big deal but we did fly home and so that was a lot easier and you would not be here well you would we'd still bring yeah. you on but... <laughs> yeah you wouldn't have the fun story yeah. yeah well that's sue ziegler of lincoln lutheran the national coach of the year and the warriors were the c1 champs um in volleyball um we are going to take a break and we will round out the show after this back to the ticket weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here's your host, Nicole <laughs> Griffin. Welcome in to the crossover, the final segment. It's been a good hour and 50 minutes with you guys. I have had Jeremiah Searles on the first hour and then Kelsey Casper. She um, was in... 
She was in the first hour, crossed over, and then Lincoln Lutheran's Sue Ziegler was just in. She's so awesome. She is the national coach of the year. So always, it's nice to pick brains of coaches because we talk to athletes a lot. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I have to point this out on the the video stream. We just got a comment, Nicole. Oh, boy. That says, hey, Ticket Gang, hello from Eleuthera, Bahamas. Bahamas? Mm. Somebody is listening from the Bahamas. Oh, they just said hello? But they are they're a regular regular listener because I recognize the name on the stream, but they're listening from the Bahamas. I wish I was in the Bahamas. Right now. I wish I was in the Bahamas too. Well, thank you, <laughs> kind person. We are joined with Kinsey Roby and Michaela Curtis of Talking Tense. <laughs> How are my ladies doing? Good. Doing good. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if this is on. It is on. Okay. It is, but it's kind of hard to hear. I think I think it might be oh. your headphones. Maybe, maybe is it your headphones? Do you need, are your headphones light? I like to cause problems, as you can tell. <laughs> Which one is she? I thought it was mine. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, just, you, we can fidget with this. You're on. You're on. I'm on. Yeah. You're live. That's all that matters. We're good. How many shows have you guys done? Mm, three or four. How's it going? What's 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 your favorite part of it? I just like the talk. Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, tonight will be our first time like on our own. No, we did that last time. No, not really. Yes, we did. That was like okay, but having our parents call in, you know. Oh my gosh, your parents called in. Yeah, yeah. My, my mom's a talker, so that's so fun. I should call my parents. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my mom sent a picture of me, too. Oh, they do yeah. that. They do that a lot. That's awesome. But it was fun to, like, get them involved, I think, because they've, I mean, my, mom's has nev- my mom has never done something like this. Like, I know we haven't. So it's cool to kind of have them a part of it. Mm-hmm. And it's new. It's fun. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what What's on the lineup tonight? Um, well, we have our first, our first meet this weekend, actually. So we are probably just going to kind of go in detail. Age. Iowa State, right? Yep. Ames, Iowa. Wow. He's done his, uh, his <laughs> done the research. I saw on Twitter. So I was like, oh, I wonder where they're going this weekend. <laughs> I saw it when I clicked on the schedule. <laughs> right up here. <laughs> no, it's I in saw three it. days, 22 hours, 36 minutes, and 44 seconds. There you go. Specific. <laughs> Got it's the countdown. What it, it says next meet, Jan 7th, 6.30 p.m. What are you going to be competing in? Um... Possibly vault, beam, and floor. And Kinsey? Um, possibly everything. <laughs> so vault, bars, beam, and floor. But the lineups aren't decided until, like, the night before. Okay. So Yeah, I was like, when do you find out? Yeah. Because that seems stressful. I mean, we kind of have an idea going in, but it's not, like, for sure until they the night yeah. before, like, at the hotel mm-hmm. is when they tell us. So Yeah. That's I think that's part of our plan, just explaining that to everyone, because... A lot of people wouldn't assume that you find out right before you're about to compete. So Yeah, and now Kinsey on the bars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, well, that's so exciting. So let's see. You guys, it's your first meet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Gonna, you have to set the, set the table exactly. for the rest of the season. Yeah. yeah. We're hoping that this one goes a little smoother. Than the last season. Oh, as a whole. Yeah. Okay. What, what's the outlook? What are we, how are we feeling about this season? I think we definitely have a lot of talent on the team, which mm-hmm. is, like, nice. Um, and we do have a lot more numbers. 
as far as like people go. Yeah. Okay. So last year we had 13 and now we have 17. 17 or 18. Yeah. yeah. So Interesting. that's like, it's better to like have more bodies in case like stuff happens or somebody gets sick or hurt or something like that. So last year we had zero wiggle room. Um, and p- I think people got burnt out pretty fast, but this year I think that we we're, we're getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still early. I mean, we haven't even competed yet, so it'll be fun. Is it a long season? It feels long. January <laughs> till May, April. Yeah. So yeah, we have about s- 12 meets. Are you winter or spring? We're considered winter. Okay. But we compete in the spring semester <laughs> i don't know i didn't even know we were a winter sport until yeah i don't know two years ago <laughs> so interesting. yeah ah oh, interesting nick I, i'm learning i see here's the thing is i'm not a part of these weeknight shows regular regularly regularly yep. so when i'm i learn a lot from just listening and i don't have a lot of comments for once is, it's I, amazing. It is. It's wild. Speechless. Taking it's wild. It all I'm in. just learning, like, like the the videos that we were posting about, like the point system and everything, and learning about the points. It's just wild. Like all the all the events. All just don't know anything about it, <laughs> unfortunately. So, learn and learning. <laughs> if I'm being honest, sometimes I don't really know. Sometimes. Oh, like, interesting. When it, I don't know. There's just there can be like a lot of rules for things that even like for us, I'm like, we'll leave that one to the coaches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They just they just tell me what to do. Or like they had me like pretend to judge one day and I did it completely wrong. How many coaches do you guys have? Three plus a volunteer. Okay. Heather so Brink is your head coach. I knew Heather. Yeah. I knew Heather because she's been on a DP show every or a couple once or twice. Yeah. So she I, seems I've been able to meet her. Intense. She has her moments, but she, to me at least... Just from this picture of her grabbing a face. Oh, <laughs> that might possibly be my face. <laughs> um, but she is very motherly. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. And I think that she knows because she was in our spot at one point. Mm-hmm. So I think she can... I'm trying to figure out how to say this. She can relate. Well, that, mm-hmm. and, like, yeah. she kind of knows the difference between when she needs to be mom and when she needs to be coach. That's awesome. Yeah. Ah, the stress music has started. The stress music? There's the, a timer. Yes, it's... I, it's all good. We're never okay. good. I'm not good at this part. It. I mess up. Just plan to be out by 10 seconds, and you, then if you go over, like, three... You have three, to give me the 10. Go ahead. Oh, okay, I'll give you the 10. I'll watch it. Okay, so, uh, what do you guys got coming up? Tease your show? Uh, go. Hmm? <laughs> 35 you're seconds. Looking at me. 30. Ah, you're <laughs> stressing me out now. See, okay, we got talking heads. Talking heads. Talking heads. <laughs> It'd be fun if talking heads were here. Yeah, maybe. Um, this has been Take a Weeknights with Nicole Griffith. I am just the night beginner. You're the fire starter. Fire starter. You guys are the night cap. Talking tens with Kinsey and Michaela. <laughs> and I will see you guys next week, but stay here and catch these girls next. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.